Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find the podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. Today is episode 39, and it's entitled Don't Settle. It will be worth the wait. So almost 13 years ago, I was given some advice from it was it was actually given to a friend of mine when we were on a special performing mission in a little city called Nauvoo, which is about five hours southwest of Chicago. So our leader that worked with us called a mission president, he gave some advice to a female friend of mine that said, do not settle. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your, your future spouse. And you owe it to your, you know, your, your family. You know, and I extend that to say, like, you even owe it to, like, beyond that. Like, your entire posterity will benefit by you not settling. Now, I know that might sound really harsh, but I'm just being honest. I, I don't mean in the sense of don't settle because, you know, they don't, they're not the number one most attractive person in the world. Like, there could only be one of those. But they have to be the most attractive person in the world to you. In every sense of the way, like physically, romantically, like you marry a person, you marry the entire package. And the thought coming to my mind now is if Heavenly Father or whatever you believe is your higher power has something so amazing and incredible lined up for you, and you're preventing yourself from experiencing it because you're, you're willing to settle. Like, what are you leaving on the table? What, what do I mean when I talk about settling? I mean when people have waited so long in their lives for some event to happen, like getting married. After a while, we get really tired. But, you know, the Olympics is on right now, and it kind of comes to my mind that maybe, like, life is a lot more like a marathon than it is a sprint. And we have to pace ourselves. And sometimes towards the end, we want to quit. Sometimes toward the end of waiting for the right person for you, you may want to quit. You may want to give up. My, My advice would be don't. How do you know when you're settling? When it just doesn't feel right and you're going forward, forward with it anyways. One of my favorite questions to ask people that have been divorced, and, and maybe this is a, you know, some people might get offended by this question, but the question is, did you know that that was not the right person for you? Or better yet, did you know, did you feel that that was the right person for you? And most oftentimes the answer is no. I've had some people say, yes, I, I did feel it and things just changed. And that happens too. So what are the indicators that you're settling? You're not feeling it and you're still going forward with it anyways because You would rather be with something than be alone. Well, I mean, I think that's 
that's in our little bit of our human nature, not to want to be alone. I mean, even in the Bible, God tells you know Adam that men aren't meant to live alone. Okay, so what? I remember something that a friend told me that they'd heard John, by the way, say. He's a popular motivational speaker. And he said, it's best to be happily married. But right under that is happily single. And under that is unhappily single. And under that is unhappily married. You see, right now, like, I think that, you know, sometimes we get into this, we get into this phase of, oh my goodness, I have to change things now. You know, I'm, my nieces and nephews just left a couple days ago from the house that I'm staying at. And I was super, super sad when they left. I was so sad. I don't have any of my own children and, you know, I, I treat them kind of like they're my children. And so when they left, I was just devastated. And it lasted for maybe a half hour, maybe an hour, and then something just shifted and I was fine. But before then, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what, am I do- what have I done wrong in my life? Why, isn't this- why hasn't things worked out for me? Well, all of that is just our thinking, but it passes. What doesn't pass is getting into a relationship and getting married with somebody that's not your person. That's a lot harder to get out of. The longer you go down the wrong road, and especially the roads that you feel you're not supposed to be on, sometimes the harder they are to get out of. I mean, once you go through a divorce from from other people that I've heard from, they've got to go through, you know, emotional stuff and and they've got to almost come back to themselves. Well, if you never marry the wrong person, you don't have to do all that. But sometimes it doesn't feel like it's worth the wait. Sometimes we get super frustrated. And I know especially as people get older, I know men can have children for like ever. But even as they get older, you know, sometimes unless they want to date girls that are super young, they're going to marry somebody that's not able to have children. Those are all choices that we have to make. Those are all choices that you get to decide. And I can tell you, even if it doesn't look that fun to just follow this inner voice, to follow what you feel guided to do, it will work out so much better than you making rash decisions. So why do we settle? I believe it's because we get caught up in our thinking. We start having those thoughts go through our head like, what am I doing wrong? Have, 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 I, have I made some sort of mistake along the way? Like, why isn't this part of my life working out? You're not doing anything wrong, guys. You're really not. I, I one time was sitting down talking to another particular religious leader. And I even asked him, I was like, I, I shared, you know, some concerns and he's like, you know, is it because is it I'm not making enough money? Is it like, 
why why isn't this working out? And he's like, Joseph, don't don't worry about that. We create all kinds of scenarios in our heads of why things aren't working out. But what if they are? What if your life is actually working out so much better than you could anticipate? And as long as you're paying attention and following this inspired action that you feel meant, that you feel guided to take, some things just take a long time, guys. One of my favorite stories about let's call it perseverance in dating and not settling is one of my cousins. So one of my cousins is an all-out stud. Like, he's been Air Force, he's been a lawyer, he's lived around the world, he's done so much. I mean, he, you know, he surfs and he does all kinds of, you know, really cool stuff. But for himself, he, for a long time, he was not able to find a wife. And it wasn't until he was 42 years old that he got married. Now, some people would say, oh, my goodness, waiting that long is crazy. And one time I did ask him, you know, how in the world did he wait that long? And he basically said it, it was just a day by day thing. He took one day at a time. He didn't say, OK, well, I have to be married by this time or else. But I really respect my cousin because he was not willing to settle. Each of us know that there are so many people that or at least a handful that almost every person has that they could call and be like, hey, I'm really sick of this whole, I'm really sick of this whole dating thing. I just want to get married and move on with my life. Can we just do that? And I respect the people that don't. And you know, for, in my cousin's situation, like I said, he, he was an all-out stud. And he waited till the right girl came along for him. And when it happens that she's about 10 years younger than him, and he felt very, he had very incredible spiritual experiences that guided him in this process. And he met the most, a really, really awesome, amazing girl that was what he was looking for. He didn't settle in any sense of the, ima of the imagination. He got a, a wonderful, awesome, personable, driven incredible girl and he felt guided well what what if when he was 25 he's like oh my goodness i'm just not doing things right in my life things aren't going well it's you know it's because of i'm not doing insert whatever you feel here that wasn't the case at all when he was 25 she was probably about 16 and in most, in most countries, that's illegal. <laughs> you know, I'm having a little bit of fun here, but the point is sometimes we think that we think that we're doing something wrong. We're just not understanding God's timetable for us. It's like Sidney Banks says there has to be some sort of power that operates the mind. I mean, where do we get all of our ideas from? It's not just the ether. Well, if there's that, and if there's this guiding hand in our lives, and if we trust it, our lives are so much better. Yes, there are, plen there are plenty of girls 
that my cousin probably could have married. And you know what? I don't think he'd be near as happy as he is with his wonderful wife and their amazing children. Were there challenges in his waiting? Absolutely. He probably got talked to so many times about why aren't you dating and why aren't you married yet and why don't you have children? Everybody and their dog is going to have a way that they think you should live your life. Everybody. But I'm telling you, listening to the inner voice sometimes is super challenging. And if you do it anyways, you're going to be blessed. You know, I, I love the show, How I Met Your Mother, as many of you already know. And there's a scene where they basically talk about and say, like, so Ted is the main character of the show. And they say, how do you do it? Like, how do you keep going out there? How do you keep dating? How do you keep doing whatever? And then they say he's the most emotionally resilient guy they've ever met. Well, emotional resilience, first of all, is just a thought. It's just a thought that, okay, cool. Well, I kept going because that just seems like the right thing to do. Every one of you has some sort of challenge or task in your life that you're facing. Everyone in the world does. Nobody gets out of this life unscathed. It's like one of my favorite bands, you know, Blink-182. Like, one of their lead, their lead singer just got, I think it's, like, you know, a stage four of a particular disease. I think it's cancer. That, that's just life. You don't get to control the life that, you, you don't get to control all of life. That's not how it works. But the more you fight against this invisible guiding hand of providence in your life, call it whatever you want, I call it Heavenly Father, the more frustrated you're going to become. And the more you start going down the rabbit hole of what am I doing wrong and I've got to change this and I've got to change this, what happens when you're in very high states is you create almost emotional anchors that when you start thinking about some of those things or you hear a song or those type of things, they can mess with you. Every one of you has a very distinct individual plan. And if you just keep walking the path, you're going to be amazed at what's at What's on that path? I don't say at the end of the path because there is only one end of the path of this life and that is death. Like, you know, and none of us are racing towards that. So why do we race towards all of these other things when if you just keep walking your path, they are on your path. Most things that you desire are on your path. When you start rushing, when you start settling, like there's another quote coming to my mind. It's like, don't rush and don't settle. Whatever's meant to be will work out. I, I really am not a fan of settling. People settle in jobs. People settle in relationships. People settle in all areas of their life because they're not willing to wait. 
people aren't willing to go to, I'm not saying even traditional school. I'm just saying getting some form of, you know, education or trade school or, you know, just going out and getting real experience in what they really want to do instead of what they feel they have to do. You know, I, I had an experience, I was you know, talking to somebody recently and they were sharing, well, I'm going to go to, you know, this particular school because that's what my dad wants me to do. And I could just see in him, like when I was talking to him, I could see in his face, I could see in his voice, I could see like there's something about this. I'm not saying that he doesn't want to, I'm just saying there's something about it that didn't land. It was like he told me something and it wasn't like I heard this beautiful chord of, oh, you're really excited about that. I heard this really clunky chord like, hey, there's something off there. What do we get? What's going on? Tell me what's going on. Each of us live our lives according to other people's standards. Every one of us. I, I was reading one of the pages I follow on Instagram is Create the Love. And he was sharing how he didn't meet his sweetheart until he was 36. You know, and, and then he shared some of the other events. In it. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He, he started his, he started his uh, Instagram page at roughly 36. And then all the other things that came in his life after that, and now he's like 43 or something. Guys, if, if you stop comparing yourself, not only with where other people feel like you're supposed to be, but also where you feel like your self is supposed to be. Part of life is forgiving ourselves from our past and then taking inspired action to do the things that you feel are necessary. Do you know what else it does though when you stop thinking about settling? It clears your mind. I want you to imagine just a wall, a wall completely covered in crown like a little kid did it. And like an entire walk-in, walk-in closet. I'm, I'm, I'm recording this from a walk-in closet. So if there's an echo, I'm sorry. But I'm recording this from a walk-in closet. And imagine, if I imagine this entire area being covered in crown that would probably be a little bit distracting however this is a freshly painted wall that i painted and it's completely clean it's peaceful your mind works so much better as a blank canvas than it does with a bunch of scribbles on it And once you understand, I mean, the scribbles, they can be removed. I mean, it just takes, well, it takes if maybe five, ten minutes to paint a, a walk-in closet with new paint, at least the lower part. What if you were willing to wait for your person? And you stopped worrying so much about how you don't have your person in your life. What would be different in your life if you spent more time focusing on what you want to create 
instead of thinking of all the things that you do wrong. Our minds are very powerful tools. And when we listen to that inner voice, I've, the inner voice, as my mentor Michael O'Neill says, the voice of God doesn't, tell, doesn't think you suck. And it doesn't tell you that you suck. So if you're having and experiencing the voice of like frustration and just not being enough, that doesn't come from the inner voice. That comes from your crazy leprechaun thinking. And whenever you start to fight with your crazy leprechaun thinking, you always lose. But if you let go of your crazy leprechaun thinking, you win. And as I'm sitting here thinking of what would be most beneficial to share with you guys, it's to hold on. There's a beautiful song by Avril Lavigne that is called Hold On. And there's a line that I love in there that says, everything that's meant to work out will work out perfectly. We get so encompassed and so focused on our own lives. We get so fixated on what we think we have to have to be happy. Many of us think we have to have a relationship to be happy. It was like you know, Sunday when my nieces and nephews left. I was like, oh my goodness, I want that so bad. I really, 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 really want my nieces and nephews to be around and I want to hang out with them and I want to spend time with them. Well, I just spent a month with my nieces and nephews. We did. We had a wonderful time. But you know what? I couldn't even sometimes get my podcast recorded hardly. There's so much going on in that house. And sometimes, you know, you just, kids are kids. And so you just need a break. And then we get our break and it's like, oh, okay, now I get all this extra time. What do I do? And we're like, oh, but I want that again. Guys, the Bible says, enjoy the season of life that you're in. Every period of your life has seasons. I feel I want to speak now, especially to those parents that are, those single parents that are divorced, that have their children part-time. I know from speaking to some, some single parents that when their kids leave, they do, they feel that devastation, they feel that frustration. And they're like, I just want them back. However, even the Right before that, maybe even a few hours, maybe even a few days, you're thinking, oh my goodness, my kids are driving me crazy. I just need a little bit of space and time to work on the projects that I want to work on. Well, now you have it. If you just learn to enjoy the season and time of life that you're in right now, instead of wishing and hoping and wanting for another season to come, and live your life following this inner voice and following this inspired action, your life would be infinitely better. I mean, what is it that you want to create? You know, we spend, like I said, we spend so much time thinking about what we don't have. I, I believe it's in Buddhism that they basically say longing for something 
is I'm trying to remember longing oh longing for something is basically what creates suffering what if we stop longing for everything I'm not saying to not want it every morning I have my my life where I want it to be a year from today and there's some pretty uh, you know some pretty big goals in there and I read it as if it is my life and you know what happens those little things start to kind of tweak and come into my life and I'm like oh my goodness this is so cool What if each of you could go to the place of letting these thoughts of settling go? You know, it's like each of us walk around almost like Pinocchio with little puppet strings attached to us. Be like, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be married by now. Oh, I can't go do anything else. What we don't realize is the strings aren't real. And they're not even attached to us. It's like the second part of, you know, it's like the Pinocchio show where, you know, he, he's pretending he's a puppet and then he's like, oh, he doesn't have any strings. He's real. And then he goes from being this wooden creation to later in the movie. Hopefully I'm not spoiling this for you guys. It's been out for like, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 years. But at the end of the movie, you know, he becomes a real boy. Well, each of us are in a state of transformation as well. And when you stop letting everybody else pull your strings that aren't even tied to you, that don't even exist, that aren't real, your life becomes so much better. So many people have judgments about the way I live my life. I've heard them. I've heard plenty of them. Who cares? I think the only ones that are the hardest on me are those by, you know, family members. But they're trying to do their best too. They just want what's best for me. Or they just think they know what is best for me. And that's okay, guys. You don't have to have the life that everybody else wants for you. I mean, how many movies do we see about, you know, the kid going after his parents' expectations and being totally miserable? You get to choose your life. And if you choose to settle... You get to make that choice. Only you know if you are settling. It's like sometimes one of our friends might, or we might think one of our friends is settling. And then the person makes them so happy. And they're so happy with them. I remember there was a particular girl I was interested in. And, and my mom said, I can just tell this girl makes you so happy because you have light in your eyes. You know, being honest, for so long, I've wanted to be married. And there are very, very, very few girls that put that type of light in my eyes. Guys, it's okay not to work on dating all the time. I've shared many times, but I, I only date if I'm super interested in somebody. We all kind of have a vibe on people. If it's not, if there's no vibe, if there's no connection, if it's not clicking, I don't do it. I just don't. Why? Like, each of us knows. We have a, I think most people have a pretty good idea if there's even, like, 
close to a connection. Yes, you hear those stories of, well, I hated her and then she hated me and then we ended up together. Okay, cool. So somebody else has a story like that. Your story is not somebody else's story. Your story is your own. And you are the only person that gets to decide how you write that story. So if we're talking about not settling, what are we really talking about? What is it that you want? What is the life that you want to create? What is the relationship that you want to create in your life? I get it, guys. We go through life and we get tired. We get exhausted. And we get really frustrated about where we're at. And it's okay to be human. And one of the things I do is I have this really life vision. You, call it, you could call it an executive summary for where I want my life to be like a year from now. Actually, it's not, it's not much of a summary. It's probably good seven, eight, I don't know how many paragraphs it is. But the very specific things that I want to create in my life. Why do I read that? Well, to remind myself what I want. There was a guy that said, discipline is remembering what you want. We get so caught up, we get so distracted with everything else happening in our lives that we forget what we want and we forget to go after what we want. Sometimes I'm talking to people and they say, like, I would love to go to, we'll just use, I don't know, Philadelphia as an example. I'd love to go visit Philadelphia. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, have you looked at plane tickets? Have you looked at this? Have you looked at hotels? Have you checked your schedule? Have you checked your calendar? And often the answer is no. We don't even think that something is a possibility. We don't understand that if we just take that step and the next step and the next step and the next step, all of those steps will appear. Like, I wanted to work with Michael Neal after a couple conversations with him. But you know what? I never even looked. Like, I just, I heard the number that he charged $75,000 to work with for a year to apprentice with him. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's, I can't do that. See, we, we instantly say we can't do it. We get mad at little kids that are like, I can't do that. And it's like, yes, you can. Like, just look at yourself. You can, you can pick up that wrapper on the floor. Like, no, I can't. Guys, that's us. And God, the ultimate loving parent, our ultimate heavenly father, says, you got this. Just take the next step. And the next step. And the next step. But when we're so fixated on settling, when we're so fixated on where our lives are supposed to be, it is much harder to notice and hear that inner voice, to hear the Spirit. You know, one of my, my Michael Neal was telling us that he lets about 80% of his day be guided. 
So he's got a few things planned, but most of his life is just guided. He just does the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Isn't that cool? Could you imagine if you just let yourself be guided? Well, let's say you had a GPS, right? And you had, you, you had the perfect person in mind for you. Like, what resembles the one for you. And you program that GPS to find that person. And then the GPS just led you through all these hills and valleys and everything else. But you knew eventually, if you followed that GPS, that you would get there. Guys, there's a chance that if you just get engaged in your life, you will find your person. There's a chance that it might be that extracurricular activity you're going to do, that league that you really want to join for basketball or football or hockey or whatever it is, that you might find your person. They, I believe Heavenly Father loves action. There's a great quote by a religious leader of mine named Russell N. Nelson. It says, the Lord loves effort. For effort brings about things that can't be done otherwise. I'm telling you guys, when we take these inspired actions, all kinds of cool things happen. Amazing things happen. And all you, all you got to do is board the train. Or better yet, follow the GPS. Follow the GPS of where you feel directed to go. You know, and sometimes maybe it's a little bit like, I'm just kind of picturing, you know, driving you know, back when I was a kid. That Yeah, plenty of times, like, my parents were definitely driving the car. But I could ask them and say, hey, can we stop there? Can we stop there? Can we stop there? What if we could do that with this loving Heavenly Father? What if we could simply ask him and say, okay, cool. Like, can, can I stop here? Can I do this? What do you think about this? What if you treated Heavenly Father or whatever is bigger for you out there as a friend? Just said, hey, I did this really, really cool thing today, and I felt guided to do this, and I felt guided to do this, and I felt guided to do this. Hey, the times I've been happiest in my life, I'm helping other people. Why do I do what I do? Well, first of all, this is where I felt guided. This is what changed my life years ago. But I just love serving and helping other people. Helping them and getting them to show up in the way that I know they have the power to show up. What is it that you really, really, really want to do, but you're settling for less? Maybe it's a trip that you really want to take. Guys, it doesn't matter what it is. I've shared before, but years ago I went on this trip to London. When I decided I was going, I had like hardly any money in my bank account. But I made an absolute decision. I said, hey, I'm going. You know, I checked, checked in with Heavenly Father and he's like, oh, that's, that's cool. You, you can definitely do this. And I felt really good about the trip. But I didn't, have any, I didn't have any money to go on the trip. It wasn't 
it wasn't until a client paid me a bunch of money that he owed me. We'd agreed on it before I left for London, but it wasn't in my account until I got to London. What if we started living more by faith, more by inspired action? I think we do. We get so caught up into, oh my goodness, this is going to lead to this. It's not. What if you could enjoy this season of your life? Because you, you'll never get back this particular season. It's like it says in the Pocahontas song, I think it's Colors of the Wind. It's like, the water is always changing, always flowing. Our lives are always changing. Our lives are always flowing. There are going to be people placed in your life today that you have the opportunity to serve today that you might never have the opportunity to serve again. What if you were willing to stop settling for the life that you've created now? This, funny enough, this wasn't the, the direction I thought the podcast was entirely going to go towards the end here. But guys, many of us are settling for lives that we don't want. Wasting the most valuable currency that you have of your time. Nobody ever gets their time back. I've had people I've known that have passed away at 33. People have passed away much younger than that. We say on this podcast, live your adventure. Now is your time to live your adventure. Now is the time to have all of the fun that you can in this moment because you will never get this day back. You will never get this exact day back. I mean, look at your calendar, look at your clock, or if you know what day it is, you will never get this specific day back in your life. So what if you really did treat it as a gift? This is time that has been given to you to love. It says in a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon that men are that they might have joy. Heavenly Father wants us to have so much joy. And we spend more time worrying about how much time the car ride's going to take to get to the place we really want to go than enjoying the ride. Guys, enjoy the ride. This is the one you got. This is the one you get. No matter what your good sides are, your flaws are, your other characteristics, this is what you've got. Use it. Have fun with it. Love your life. Live your adventure. What is it that you really want to be doing for a profession? Yeah, I went, I was working with a client years back and he said he really wanted to be an ambassador for a supplement company. And that day I was like, okay, cool. We'll call them and ask them. He thought this project was going to take like six months. We got to figure it out and figure out all the ways to connect, like all the things we have to do to make it happen. And I was like, no, 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 just call them. Well, within that week, he was a brand ambassador for this supplement company. And then he went on and on and on. And now he owns a very large supplement company. That's 
awesome. Guys, your lives and your past and everything are so guided. I wish, I wish you could understand that. And plenty of times, guys, I wish I could understand that. I wish I could remember this stuff. Because plenty of times I forget too. I hope you guys don't get any sense that my life is perfect or anything close to the sort. My life is also led by inspired action. And some of it doesn't exactly make sense. <laughs> I'm just being very honest. But plenty of times that's the case. It's like right now, I happen to be staying in a house in Minnesota that my parents are flipping. Now, I live in Arizona, and my parents also live in Arizona. And they're flipping a house in the Midwest, up in Minnesota. If you had asked me at the beginning of the summer if I thought I would be in Minnesota, flip, like, staying in a house to be able to sell it for my parents, because they both, they both work, you know, Monday through Friday type jobs, and they were flipping it on the weekends. <laughs> I know this sounds really funny. There's there's a lot more to the backstory, but the bottom line is this has been a like I felt good about this. I have the flexibility in my schedule, etc., that I can do stuff like this. And I've already and I've already met some really cool people while I've been here, and I've been invited to you know a business meeting, and I've and and you know even last night I had this random kid knock up knock on my door selling something at like. So after 9.30 at night, and we ended up sitting down and we ended up, ended up having a beautiful conversation about where his life was. Well, he happened to be from Utah. I happened to be from Arizona. And we meet in Rochester, of all places, after 9.30 at night. Guys, I can't write this stuff, but Heavenly Father can. Your life is being so guided. And if you give yourself space and give yourself a moment to just sit and be and actually let Heavenly Father guide your life and listen to this inner voice, your life will become so much more amazing than you could ever imagine. I mean, I've already had some wonderful experiences here. I mean, the neighbor across the road on Sunday invited me over and for a barbecue and had we had pork tenderloin and then afterwards he sent me home with like a giant block of pork tenderloin and like I mean just you know meeting different people it's just been a really cool experience well if I just enjoy this experience that's gonna go really well but what if I'm like it doesn't matter I shouldn't be here I should be in my own house in Arizona and I should be married and I should have all these other things in my life Guys, if you're not willing to settle, which I'm guessing most of you aren't, yeah, things might take a little bit longer, but your life is going to be so much fun. So I want to invite you to just think about what is one thing that has occurred to you during this podcast and what's one inspired action that you can take along those lines, and then go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, 
But that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.